Good morning, everybody. This is James with 77 Financial Group. You're listening to 15 Minutes of Finance, where in 15 minutes, I'm going to get you excited about investing. Let's dive into today's episode. All right, guys, let's get into today's news. Happy Thursday to all of you. Uh, What's happening today? Well, yesterday we had Biden give his State of the Union address. Uh, Technically isn't titled a State of the Union address, more like just the first time he's spoken to uh, both houses. Uh, We also have a couple of earnings reports from everybody's favorite fast food restaurant, McDonald's. And we're also going to talk about the tax plan. Let's dive into today's news, shall we? So what's happening in the global markets here? Global equity markets are mostly higher. U.S. futures are surging as investors digest strong earnings reports from Apple, McDonald's, and a couple other companies, as well as the Federal Reserve has calming words for us all. The Fed kept interest rates at a current level and promised to continue its $120 billion in monthly government purchases for the foreseeable future. Fed Chair Powell acknowledged recent inf- recent inflation pressures but called them trans- transitory. Uh, interesting. I wonder what we're transitioning into. Uh, President Biden presented his American Families Plan, which we'll talk about later, to Congress in a primetime speech last night, calling on lawmakers to approve the plan and its $2.3 trillion American Jobs Plan, and for higher taxes on the wealthy and corporations to pay for it all. He declared that America is on the move, as two-thirds of the country has been vaccinated and businesses start to boom again. Those tax hikes and proposed bills are far from a sure thing, but Biden made it clear that trickle-down economics doesn't work. Maybe, it, I mean, I... It's still up in the air. I don't know if I agree with that statement completely. Uh, And America needs to build from the bottom and the middle out. Interesting idea. Uh, As for the U.S. economy, we are likely to learn later this morning that gross domestic product for the first quarter, due at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time, is expected to advance at 6.5% annual pace from the previous quarter. Now, guys, I'm up earlier than that. It's probably going to be in the next 20 or 30 minutes for me. Uh, I'm on the West Coast, but I have... Prom. I, I have high hopes that it's probably going to be close to 6.5%, if if not a little bit more, which would be kind of exciting. Uh, that would be the biggest quarterly spike in 40 years. Weekly jobless claims are also expected to decline in the lowest level, uh, has declined to their lowest levels in a year. And pending home sales are expected to have risen 5.4%. And we've been talking about that over the last couple of weeks anyways. The U.S. economy is booming and the country is coming back. But as Biden asked last night, but for how long? Okay, so that's the general news for us all. Let's jump into today's headlines. I'm going to get into the tax plan, just a couple of the specific parts. Again, guys, this tax plan, there is no guarantees. It still has to get passed. So this is just a proposal for now. I don't see it going through. It's just way too aggressive, in my opinion. Uh, but we'll, we'll jump into that. I don't want to jump the gun. Let's get into some of today's headlines. So McDonald's reported, right? So McDonald's reported fiscal first quarter net income of $1.54 billion. Uh, why is that important? That's important because McDonald's, as we all know, it's the face of fast food. And it's kind of the face of like the restaurant in general. No one wants to hear that, but it's the truth. They make the most money. Uh, they make the most food. And they sell the most. So knowing what they're doing is important. Uh, net sales rose 9% to $5.12 billion, beating expectations of five, $5.03 billion. Global same-store sales climbed 7.5% in the quarter. That's, that's a big deal. Surpassing 2019 levels. Sales growth was driven by the United States, where same-store sales jumped 13.6%. So as you guys know, McDonald's is all over the world, right? But if you go to a McDonald's in India, they have different food. Right, they they can do special uh, cultural cuisines at McDonald's, and usually the McDonald's are way better, way they're more high quality restaurants than they are here in the states. So it's just interesting to see that people are choosing to go there. 
uh, over over other 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 restaurants. Um, the Biden administration intends to pursue a ban on menthol cigarettes, a policy move that could sweep from market sweep from the market more than one third of all cigarettes sold in the U.S. Look, I don't smoke. I'm not a big fan of it. I what I mean it's it's an interesting it's an interesting move I think because that is a massive driver. Uh, a lot of people spend money on cigarettes. A lot, a lot of people. Uh, and this is probably my favorite article today. Amazon announced Wednesday it will give more than five hundred thousand workers a raise. Finally, Amazon, thank you so much for finally doing this. Amazon will raise pay by between fifty cents and three dollars an hour for over half a million of its U.S. operations employees. Guys, that is massive. I'm sure you guys have all heard the stories about how Amazon treats its employees terribly, terribly. Uh, and a raise doesn't justify harsh working conditions. It's just nice to see that this raise in, isn't five cents, right? Fifty cents raise. If you got that at work, that's a big raise. And some are even going to get up to three dollars. So good for them. Let's read about that real quick, though. Uh, this amounts to another one billion incremental pay. The pay raises will start to take effect in mid-May through early June of this year. It's targeted at positions across its customer fulfillment, delivery, package sorting, and special fulfillment teams. Amazon reports first quarter earnings this afternoon. So obviously they're going to have good earnings report if they're already touting that they're going to bump up uh, pay for some of its employees. So good on you, Amazon. Nice to see it. Hopefully you guys can change some of the working conditions as well. Uh, And last news article, Ford Motor beats Wall Street expectations for first quarter, but CEO Jim Farley warned on ongoing, on an ongoing semiconductor chip shortage would worsen before it gets better. Okay, so the reason that that's one of the titles I wanted to talk about is because chip shortage. That's all over. Semiconductor chips, guys, are in everything. They're in our cars. They're in our cell phones. uh, They're in our video games. They're, They're all over the place. So the fact that there's a shortage... That to me, and we've talked about how there's going to be inflation on on many things, but it always comes back to the commodities. So a commodity is just the raw material in something. So like in a chicken nugget, right? So a McDonald's chicken nugget, for example, a commodity would be the chickens on the farm because it takes them to be able to make the chicken nuggets. So that's what a commodity is, like a raw material. So in the semiconductor situation, copper, that would be a raw material. That would be a commodity. I'm not exactly sure what the shortage is for, but I bet it's because of a commodity. It's almost always down to the raw materials are either harder to get or they're more expensive. So uh, employer companies are looking to other areas for cheaper materials, cheaper commodity prices. Okay, on to the tax plan here. Let's talk about this. Uh, Oh my goodness. Hold on, guys. I totally forgot the quote of the day. All right, let's do the quote of the day really quick. It's by Robert Arnott, and Robert says, in investing, what is, com- what is comfortable is rarely profitable. We all know what that means. Sometimes you got to get out of your comfort zone to be able to have some significant gains, and that's in life, right, guys? So let me read it again. In investing, what is comfortable is rarely profitable. Okay, so before I jump into the Biden tax plan really quickly, I just we're only going to talk about one part today. We're going to talk about step-up basis, uh, step-up and cost basis which is a sounds like a completely boring sentence, but it's actually important. Um, guys, for someone to really have it made, like if you think about someone who's really, really made it, like they never, ever have to worry about anything ever again, they usually have a number in their brain. And for me, when I think about it, it's $10 million. So if someone has $10 million, they never have to worry about anything again. They don't need to take significant risks with their assets. They don't need to um, live... Uh, a certain way to save on expenses. They can do whatever they want. 10 million is the number. Sounds incredibly high. 
But the reason I say that is because most of us probably want to pass something on to our kids. There's probably we want to leave something left. So in a $10 million portfolio, if you're just earning bare minimum, just say 3%, right? You're like, okay, I just want 3%. Uh, I'll live off of that and I'll leave my principal alone, right? Or let's just say you, you're getting a rate of return of 4%, but you're living off of three. Well, 3% of 10 million is $300,000. And you can do a lot with $300,000. And then your principal, you never have to tap into it. You will always have a nest egg and a large one to pass on to your kids. It's called generational wealth. So about $10 million is the number that I would say where you're really, you're really comfortable. Like there should be no problem. Assuming no crazy... Uh, jet plane spending or, you know, you're not buying islands and whatnot. But okay, so Biden wants to sort of punish those people who save. So remember, if you buy a stock in a normal account, just a brokerage account, and you then later sell it after a gain, after it's increased its share price. So say you bought something at one and it goes to five, you have to pay taxes. It's called capital gains on the growth. Okay. You don't have to do that if you pass on stock to your, uh, just your kids, for example. So say your dad bought something in 1980 for $1. Well, say, say you bought a stock for $10 and then it, now it's at $1,000, right? The difference is you'd have to pay or Biden wants to make people have to pay a tax on that growth even if you inherited that stock. And that's a very dangerous, dangerous thing. And the reason it's dangerous is because my parents or your parents part of their reason for investing in the stock market is I want to pass something on to my kid and I want him to be able to have something nice whenever we pass away or she or whoever it is. He wants to tax this and it's, it's, it's only taxable, I think on a million or, or I think it's a million dollars on a gain. Uh, but if you invested in something in 1980 and you still have it, I wouldn't say it's absurd to think that there would be close to a million dollars in a gain for sure. Uh, assuming, you know, you didn't buy just one position, but just I'm using one position as an example here. So if you, if your dad bought something in 1980 at $1 and he died yesterday and it's now $10, you would not have to pay any taxes. They, it's called a step up. It's a assumption that you have now stepped up to the fair market value. So you would be able to sell that position for $10 and not pay any taxes on it, right? That's called a step up. Well, he wants to get rid of that. If you were to sell that same stock under this Biden's plan, you would now have to pay capital gains tax on that $9 gain, which would most likely be 20%. I know he's trying to raise the capital gains tax, but we'll talk about that later. But so now you're paying 20% to the government on something you didn't even earn. It was a gift to you. So you've already, your dad already paid taxes on it whenever he bought it because you're using after-tax dollars. So boom, right there. That was already the government coming and sticking his hand in your parents' pocket or in whoever bought the stock's pocket. And now they want to come get it out of your pocket. That right there, I just, I, I have a hard time with, with double dipping. With, hey, you owe us this. Now, hey, you owe us this. And now they're coming for our kids. And technically, they're coming for us because our generation is going to be the one that has to deal with that. We're going to be the ones paying the 20%. Um, so I think that's incredibly dangerous for a couple of reasons. One, you're you're decentivizing people to leave something for their kids. I know plenty of people who, when their parents passed, there was a little nest egg. might have been $100,000. It might have been a million dollars. It might have been something. Well, a little known fact that you guys should know, most inheritances are spent within 18 months. 
Okay, so let me say that again. Most inheritances are spent within 18 months. Doesn't matter if it's $10 or if it's $50 million. Kids do not spend their parents' money wisely. It's just, that's just the history and the nature of things. And by getting rid of this, you're already decentivizing parents for saving for their kids. I, I, I'm discouraged by that. It blows my mind because one of the best conversations I get to have with people is, Hey, look, if you decide not to sell this stock right now and we live off of, you know, this other nest egg of money, they get to pass something off to their kids. And I know at least uh, a couple of of friends that I have, their grandparents left them Coca-Cola, you know, something that they had bought in the 1960s. I mean, Coca-Cola, even just one stock bought in 1960 now, I mean, it's worth a thousand multiple. It's you can't even put a quantifiable num- quantifiable number on it by just looking at it. You literally would have to go back into history and do the math at how successful Coca Cola's done, and that's just a name brand company. So that's uh, that's one discouraging thing I, I've I've found with the uh, with the Biden plan and. Not to, not to tell you guys not to invest, because I, I know that sounds really discouraging, but it's just something you need to be aware of. Well, now, if this, pass go, if this bill goes through, you know, you, your parents left you a million dollars worth of Microsoft, well, you're really only going to get about $800,000 of it, which is, and that's, I'm using rough numbers, that's not specific, but that's just a little discouraging, I think, and it's just another reason not to invest. So that's why the earlier you start, the better off you are, because you'll have more money, and it's just, it's just true, it's just it's just true guys. The more, the earlier you start, the more money you'll have. And the more money you have, the more flexibility you have. You don't want to be boxed in. So have those conversations with your parents. Let's see what they see if they've sort of taken that step in investing. And that's an awkward conversation, right? Hey mom and dad, did you see about Biden's doing with this tax plan? Did you, do you guys have plans to pass off stock to me? Uh, have you thought about different strategies to avoid this? And I, that sounds like a weird conversation, right? Like have, you know, to have that with your parents, but it's really not. It's really not. Especially if you're coming at it from a place of strategy and love. Nobody wants to pay the government. And I promise you, your parents don't want to either. <laughs> I promise you that. So, and, and if you're a, if you're a, in, a, part of the older generation and you have grandkids and kids you want to pass money off of, you don't want to pay the government. You don't want to have to have your kids pay the government. So, you know, it might be, it might be a, a good idea to start thinking about different strategies and just having a plan. And that's what I recommend for all clients, all people have a plan, be ready for that uh, unknown variable to pop up. And this is an unknown. So with that said, guys, it is. It's still up in the air. It still has to get passed. I don't even think it will, uh, but I hope it doesn't. All right, guys, that's it for today. Thank you for listening. As always, invest early, invest often. Have a great day.